to the Games We Play podcast. Welcome to the Games We Play podcast. My name is Luke Jamison and I am joined by my good friend, Zach. Hello, yes, my name is Zach Fitzwalter and I am looking forward to this podcast today. Yeah, me too. So, Zach, I think we probably, for our audience's sake, need to do a bit of an introduction about who we are um, and a bit of our background. Uh, So let's firstly, now I can't actually see you, you and I are in different states at the moment. Uh, I'd love to know who you are wearing today, who is dressed Zach Fitzwalter on this glorious day? Who am I wearing? (laughs) What do you mean? Who am I wearing? I dress myself. Uh, Oh, yeah. No designer. No designer. Oh, no. Okay, right, right, right. I get you, I get you, I get you. As in, like, who put my clothes on today? I put my clothes on today. But, uh, so, I guess, yes, this is uh, an interesting question, I guess, because we obviously can't see each other. Um, I am, I'm casual today. I'm pretty casual. Uh, I am wearing the coolest T-shirt. It is, uh, it's got neon lines on it, and it has kind of like a dinosaur, which, uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex on it. Uh, and this was given to me by my friend for, at at my last uh, scavenger hunt that I ran, actually. So I run an, an annual scavenger hunt for all my friends around uh, Brisbane, the, the city that I live in. Um, and so it's called the annual Golden Dinosaur Scavenger Hunt. And this this T-shirt is, uh, is, is represents that hunt. Um, that's totally sidetracked. Luke, who are you wearing today and who dressed you? Oh, that is... Uh, I don't think it was sidetracked at all. I, and the fact that it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, I think, ties in very nicely with your uh, app that you developed. Um, I'll give you a plug on that one, which was... Oh, yeah, uh, sure. if, Yeah, Endless Runner X. Uh, so if you get a chance, have a play of that because it's awesome fun. Uh, plug, not, plug not intended, but there we go. Yeah, uh, thanks. Who, who am I wearing today? Well, I've gone. I'm, I'm going all Silicon Valley, I reckon. I've got my uh, my skinny jeans on, uh, my uh, rocking the the casual blazer with uh, my company t shirt underneath. Oh yeah, I can picture that. That sounds cool. Yeah, it is very Silicon yeah. Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Even you were based yeah. in Melbourne, is that right? That is very correct and very not silicon valley part of melbourne uh out here in the western suburbs but anyway you never uh, know there may be garages full of entrepreneurs starting uh, amazing things starting here right yep that's right (laughs) right there (laughs) right uh so zach uh what's your what's your background tell us a little bit about your background tell the uh, our listeners uh what it is that you do Sure, I do a lot of stuff. Uh, my background, though, is in research. So I did a PhD in gamification, uh, and I came from the perspective of user experience and game design. Uh, so this PhD was basically looking at gamification when it first came out, all the way back in 2010, and uh, was kind of understanding how to design it effectively. Uh, and then I went on to lecture, so develop a couple of courses uh, for university in the area of gamification. And now I kind of consult uh, and teach and educate people on gamification in the real world and also make apps and games at the same time. So that's kind of my, that's a very brief background. What it about keeps you? you busy. Oh yeah, sure it does. What about you? What is your background in gamification, Luke? Well, uh, it's a funny one. I, I actually... Um, pretty much a contact center background i've been in in the contact center space for the last 15 years uh and i stumbled into gamification in the fact that 
I, after having set up a number of contact centers and rolling out the same metrics and the same way of doing things, um, just thought there has to be a better way. And um, I started uh, doing gamification. I don't know if that's what I called it when I started. I just thought it was uh, a better way to measure people and, and doing that in a, a holistic way to get the best out of people and help them be engaged. And uh, sort of a couple of years later, platforms started to be developed in that space that that called themselves gamification platforms and i said okay well that's kind of what i've been doing um so then i I, you know i've rolled that out in a number of uh contact centers some of australia's largest uh companies in and um then i decided i should do that for myself so i i set out and uh i have a gamification uh consulting company like you zach um Mm in that in that context in a space and uh i also developed a, a profiling tool to help uh these gamification platforms be successful so profiling uh people to understand what sort of player types they are what game mechanics work with them and uh really what motivates them so yeah that's that's my background in that space that's really cool so that, rolling out a contact center like that's a big undertaking i can imagine yeah, and, and I actually was surprised to, to find that uh, I, I thought it was going to be probably more at, at demographics of the younger generations, but uh, no, it, it, I found that it, it works really well with all demographics, all age groups, and uh, it's a great way just to engage people. And so, mm. uh, and it's fun. It's awesome fun to do that, and it's fun to make people's lives better. So, um, I always talk about gamification for good. You know that mm. I think that mm-hmm. if you use gamification in the right way, it's uh, to get the make people happier and more engaged, not to get more revenue and uh, get more product sales. Um, that might be a byproduct, but uh, not the not the goal for me. So, so Zach, um, look, you're, given your, your status as a doctor of gamification, I'm going to throw to you to maybe explain gamification for those uh, listeners who have just uh, tuned in who don't really know what it is but like to know more. Good question. So, yeah, I guess starting with what exactly is gamification is a mm. great thing to start with. So gamification is an interesting word. It hasn't been around for that long, although, you know, the years are adding up now. So I think it was introduced kind of around 2008 is when it first kind of appeared, but gained popularity in particular around 2011, 2012, uh, particularly after there was uh, a lot of popularity for particular apps that had game elements in it. So Foursquare was an example of one. Um, and then we started to see more and more people adding game elements in order to motivate and engage people to software, to businesses, to processes. Um, and the idea was that games themselves can be incredibly engaging. Uh, you know, we see games, I look, the one game I keep referring back to is World of Warcraft and the amount of time we've spent in that, it's, you know, the estimates uh, have been something like 50 million hours as of 2012 we've spent in that one game alone. So games themselves can be really engaging. So how can we take the engaging aspects of games and apply them to other non-motivating or non-engaging aspects of our life? So that's basically gamification. It's looking at how games engage us and how we can take those elements and apply them to non-game activities in order to make them more engaging. How was that? Was that a good summary? I think you nailed it. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, 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 I'm going to go back to that 50 million uh, hours. That, yeah. That's, how many? That's got to be equivalent to you know, 
six how many years? How many yes, years? How is, many years is that? Six. Is six billion years, which is the same amount of time that we have spent evolving as a species, which is quite a lot. Holy moly! So you can understand why people are saying that gamification. Uh, if 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 we're willing to invest that sort of time in a game, imagine if we invested that sort of time in making the world better. You know, imagine right. we'd spent that much time <laughs> trying yeah. to cure cancer. Um, that's that's that to me is just crazy. Sort oh of yeah. Hours. So it makes it makes sense. So very very cool. So okay, there's other gamification podcast esque kind of things out there mm. um why this podcast what is the value for our audience what is going to be different about this podcast to other uh podcasts out there yes good question so i think what with you and i we had a chat and what we really wanted to focus on was not just talking about gamification but really focusing on kind of everyone else so i think one thing we talked about which i liked and this came up during the workshops that I run and, and during the things that I do is that, you know, we design games or gamification solutions for people, but in actual fact, a lot of everyday people are also designing games and gamification solutions, even though they may not know it or call it gamification. So uh, I find that all of us kind of design games or gamification in some sense in order to motivate either ourselves, uh, our kids, to motivate our employees. And we're creating these games uh, in a way that may be successful or unsuccessful uh, in order to motivate people. And so I, I think, yeah, we're kind of all game designers. And so the idea for this podcast is to talk to some of those people, people who are making these gamification or these games uh, up in order to motivate people and see what they're doing. I think that, see, I think this is where it's going to be interesting in that I think that a lot of people don't realize that they are game designers. Uh, so I think it's going to be cool to explore uh, how you know, our listeners are creating games. And so, you know, if you're out there and you're, you do game, you've created a game in your uh, organization or your house or uh, the schoolyard, please uh, let us know. Uh, we're going we're gonna to leave some links in the, uh, in the podcast notes below uh, where you can contact us. But we would love to hear about how you are creating games and... You know, an example might be uh, if you're in hospitality, for example, how is it in uh, perhaps maybe McDonald's or something like that? Uh, are you getting through your shift? Are you coming up with games uh, that you play with your peers and your colleagues to uh, make your day more interesting? That's the kind of stuff we want to hear more about. Yep, I totally agree. So in this, uh, in this series, I think we're going to explore uh, how parents motivate their kids, you know, for example, toilet training. And mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be interviewing some of uh, some CEOs of, of gamification companies. So we've got a lineup of CEOs that are going to come and talk to us about, about gamification and the behavioral psychology around that. Um, but more, I think, the most and most close to heart for this podcast is interviewing people from industry and uh how people create games so the games we play i agree yeah it's going to be fun so zach what is your earliest memory of gamification oh my earliest memory of gamification uh it's twofold uh so when i was younger i used to get bored on car trips and so I would make up games to pass the time. And I think this is quite common for a lot of people, in fact. 
um, or after I did some research. But yeah, just make up games to pass the time, whether this is imagining jumping over things as the landscape goes past. Um, so that's probably my earliest memory of gamification. But then the other earliest memory of gamification is uh, games that my mum actually used to make. Uh, so my mum uh, and and family, you know, we, we, we used to, I've got two siblings. Uh, and so when in the car, you know, we weren't the uh, quietest of kids. Uh, we used to get up to a bit of trouble, sometimes fight in the back seats because three tall kids in the back, right? Uh, it can be uh, troublesome at times. So mum would invent games as well. Uh, so she had a game she played called The Quiet Game, which was how long you could be quiet <laughs> for, uh, which we quickly cracked onto that this was, yeah, trying just to keep us quiet. So, you know, you've just reminded me of, we had, we had that at school. It was called Dead Ants. We had to be, we had to, we had to all be dead ants. Who was the quietest and stillest? And the teacher's clearly just taking the piss. <laughs> yeah. But as a kid, you're like, yes, I want to play a game. And yeah, I totally want to win, right? <laughs> That's gold. Okay, good. Yeah. I do. You know what? You mentioned something. I do, yeah. th- I, I do this still to this day, is when I am uh, just daydreaming on a train on the way to work, uh, I pretend I'm riding a motorbike and I'm like, how do I get, <laughs> how would I ride along next to the train and yeah. uh, zoom along and jump over rivers? And I still do that. Uh, I Maybe I need to grow up a little bit. I don't know. No, uh, not at all. Isn't that funny though? But I mean, yeah, these are examples of the games that we play, right? Like when we're bored, pass the time or, you know, to motivate people to do things. So I think these, mm-hmm. these are kind of good examples. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, my, my daughter is doing swimming at the moment. Uh, she's two and a half, and um, each week it's all about getting a sticker and a lolly at the end of it. So she is absolutely determined to earn a new sticker each week. Uh, and so it, it's something so simple, but uh, she loves it. So Yeah, that's great. Uh, you, remind her, you remind her of the sticker, and all of a sudden she's jumping into the pool like a, like a crazy kid. Yeah. Wait, do the stickers change each week, or how does it work? Yeah, they do. They change each week. There's a there's a chart that she has to fill the chart. So, yeah. Uh, yeah so we are currently aiming at uh, floating on her back. There you go. Gotcha. That's cool. So, Luke, nice. what, what about you? What is your earliest memory of gamification? Oh, I I go back to a game we used to play in our backyard. Um, now, there's I mean, there's the obvious ones like you're getting the the stickers for being a you know just an all around good kid, but um, I distinctly remember inventing a game in the backyard and it was somewhere between cricket, soccer and uh, anyway, we used the swing. <laughs> uh, you would swing and when you swung in, um, the, the ball, which was a soccer ball, uh, would be bowled at you. Uh, and the, to get out, you were either caught, uh, hit on the shins. So if you hit on the shins, it was essentially like knocking down the wickets. Uh, or if you, or uh, if you were uh, hit certain objects in the backyard, so if it went over the fence, you were out. Um, but there was also objects you would aim for. So we would have like the, if you hit the shed, it was four points. If you hit the trampoline, it was two points. So we essentially created a, a, a hybrid version of kick, soccer, cricket on the swing, uh, and we played that for hours. <laughs> so, I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, did it have a name? Did you give it a name or was it just kind of like... No, but it should be an Olympic sport, I reckon. It was so much fun. It was uh, it, Everyone was in on it and uh, it, it was just a good hybrid version of some, of some existing, uh, existing games out there. 
Yeah, well, this is nice. We I think there there is a designer in all of us. So, you know, we play a lot of games and everyone, you know, plays some kind of games, whether it's video game, board game or sport. But then we have this urge to design games, I think, as well, um, for various reasons, which I like. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're designing one at the moment with the, with the kids. So every every week we have, uh, so for my listeners, I've got three three beautiful daughters. Um, every week we have a night where we have no television and uh, we have to do something as a family. And at the moment we're creating a, a card game. So it's uh, based upon emojis and each emoji has different powers. And uh, so we're working out the mechanics of it. We're not quite there yet, but we will uh, keep you updated on how that's going. I love it. <laughs> that's great. What a good idea. So we... we uh, so we, we invent games, um, but we also play a lot of games, I suppose. Um, I think less for me, I think less playing games these days, unless it's apps on the, on the train on the way in. Curious, Zach, what apps are you using right now that is either a great game or has a good gamification element in it? And, and why do you like it? Yeah, I, look, I'm like you, I like getting time to play games, even though I, I study games, right, or research games or use games quite a bit, getting time to play it, it's very hard. So I do find myself using uh, a lot of games uh, on the phone. Um, but yeah, I do have a bunch of apps that I use as well that have game elements. Um, the one I'm super into at the moment is, it's not on the phone, but it's a watch. So it's the, the Apple Watch. Um, I mm-hmm. recently got my hands on an Apple Watch, uh, and I've never been kind of a watch guy before, but this has been great to track my exercise. And the Apple Watch has this these little rings which fill up each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that for me is super motivating. Uh, it tells me when my friends do workouts, it shows me how many calories I have to burn, how much exercise I have to do during a day, and how many times I have to stand up. And just this concept of filling these rings every day, uh, it keeps me pretty motivated. Uh, they do a really good job. Uh, not only filling the rings, but also they do this really nice animation, this kind of like this burn, this circle, which has like flares and stuff coming out of it, sparks and things every time you complete it, which is super rewarding. So for me, mm-hmm. that's kind of like the app that I'm using right now, which has this element of gamification that I really like. Yeah, I, getting those trophies uh, is some of the best parts of my day sometimes. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm, I, I, I'm surprised I, how motivated this has kept me. You know, I just want to fill these. I know. Every day, so something so simple. I, I still haven't. I still haven't cracked uh, a month of closing the rings. It's uh, no. I, I feel like I fail one day or something, and it just it just kills me when. <laughs> <laughs> it can be hard. It can be hard. <laughs> are, you, are you using some run zombies run? Uh, uh, no, I to get you going. I did. I really liked that. That was an excellent app uh, slash game. I guess it's it's hard to know what to call it, right? A gamified app that came out. Um, yeah, zombies run was great. It's it's a narrative based gamification uh, kind of running app. Uh, which is very different to many other apps out there. Many other gamified apps will have trophies and, and leaderboards and stuff like that. But Zombies Run was different. It was great. It had a narrative that played out as you went out on your daily run. And then you could also get chased by zombies. We had to actually speed up and outrun the zombies, uh, you know, and then measure that through your GPS and how fast you're running, which is really cool. I, I still dig that one. It's, it's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. It's fun and terrifying. I... I got onto this app called Super Better, um, and it's uh, it's kind of a yeah self improvement app. 
I would call it. And and really, it's you know, there's a whole heap of things in there that you can focus on to that you that you're trying to achieve, whether that is. Uh, drinking more water in a day or or getting up out of your seat uh, more often and standing during the day. Um, and, and the way they create that is um, they call them baddies. So they're, they're baddies in your in your life that you're wanting to overcome. And so you can, uh, you know, I think it's really good for, uh, you know, there's things like just looking after your, your own mental health as well. So giving yourself a hug, um, you know, and, and, tackling baddies of where you're feeling a little bit uh, anxious or, um, you know, not feeling your best you uh, and, you know, signs of anxiety. Uh, there's, there's things in this app that help combat that. And um, I think that that's quite cool. I think uh, that's a pretty big problem, um, uh, particularly for men. And I think that there's, a, you know, uh, anyone that's trying to tackle that in, in some sort of creative and playful way is, is awesome. So so that's the one I'm I'm doing at the moment i probably need to give myself a hug today at some point but uh yeah that's that's what i'm playing super better and uh very cool little app yeah yeah that sounds nice i think that's by jane mcgonigal as well who's like one of the, the first people who were in this space talked about the power of games to motivate mm. engage yeah she is worth checking up uh, we'll put some notes in in the in the notes below and you can you can check her out yeah So let's get on to the crux of what this podcast is really about, which is the games we play. Let's kick that off and then let's talk about the game that you have created. Sure. So we're talking about games we've made here for motivational purposes, right? Uh, And I wanted to start with something real silly and simple uh, and talk about uh, a a kind of game I made just for myself uh, and my partner. Uh, to help us get up in the morning. Um, so this, we, I don't know, like many others out there, I'm sure, sometimes we struggle to get up in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, you know, hitting the snooze button many, many times is a big problem. <laughs> uh, and so to help us get up in the morning on time, uh, we created a game which was called Hide the Alarm Clock. And how this game worked is that basically we'd take turns each night to uh, one of us would would leave the room uh, or close our eyes and then the other person would hide the alarm clock somewhere in the room. And so then the next morning we'd wake up and the person who didn't hide it would have to go find the alarm clock. And the idea for this is that, you know, you're actually taking the alarm clock and you're putting it somewhere where you have to physically get out of bed. Uh, and go searching for it. And by doing this act of, of getting out and searching for it, you would be hopefully awake by then. Uh, the game went well for a couple of days until uh, I decided to hide it somewhere quite inaccessible. So my partner's a little bit shorter than me. And uh, I took the chance to hide it in the kind of the air duct that we had above the room so there was ducted air conditioning and you could kind of pull it to one side and so I stood up on the bed and hid it under it hid it in there and then closed it up and then so the next morning you've gone yeah you've gone from like level three to level like (laughs) 70 overnight right yeah yeah, possibly maybe this was a little too too far too quickly then so you know the next morning get up hear the alarm clock but just could not find it at all uh and uh, once she realized that it was hidden up in the, the air duct, uh, I think that game was, was well and truly uh, uh, 
vetoed or not not allowed anymore. <laughs> so well, that was yeah, that was it. That was it. The sounds game. like a it's a lose lose situation here in this game. Do you ever really win other than okay? So you you maybe you achieve the goal of getting out of bed, but uh, if you hide it in a really good spot and it just keeps ringing, that gets very annoying. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, because alarm clocks are not made to be uh, uh, fun things, right? And this is the thing, is we focused on the waking up, but maybe not on the sleep. So, you know, if we're having trouble waking up uh, in the morning, maybe there's another thing we should be looking at, like trying to get to bed earlier or trying to have better quality sleep. So, and I think this is a good Mm. example of gamification where, you know, you're you're trying to gamify uh, a problem, but that problem isn't actually the root cause of the problem. Um, So, you know, fixing what time we wake up doesn't really fix how much sleep we're getting or the the quality of sleep so maybe we had to maybe i should shift kind of the mindset or the or the game to focus on that in the future well that that is exactly that's what i do i suppose that is that is my philosophy around finding what is the root cause of uh what are the behaviors that you want to measure that drive the right outcomes not the outcomes themselves so that's a that's a great example thanks i'm going to use that one zach in the future (laughs) yeah good (laughs) nice okay well your turn so let's talk about your game luke because it is interesting as well it's gross it is gross i wasn't going to say gross but it is gross okay take it away (laughs) let's let's hear it what is it you see i don't i what i don't really understand where we get this motivation from but so so the um the game i'll explain the game which is uh a game that I created for myself in my own mind uh, to get myself to floss more. So I don't know about you, Zach, but every time I went to the dentist, I I don't know what it is in us that we have to um, try and please our dentist. Like we see this person like once or twice a year and yet I have this just this totally compelled to make them happy. Uh, (laughs) I don't know about you. Um, and so every time, I don't, I don't know if you lie to your dentist, but I, I lie to my dentist regularly. Uh, and that is, you know, how have you been flossing? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he knows I haven't. And um, so I, I, he's like, look, maybe you could just do it every second day. I hate flossing. Um, it's not the, it's not the uh thought that it's not hygienic or anything like that like i know the benefits i know i should be doing it i just the the act of doing it would i hated uh and i found it annoying and um so i had to change my mindset and how do i how do i get doing this every day and i wanted to really please my dentist the next time i saw him so um i i after i left there i created a game that i would score points every time I would get a chunk of something out of my teeth. Uh, <laughs> mm, is that wording? Uh, chunk. Mm, yeah. Chunk. <laughs> chunk. My, 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 wife, my wife's got a, uh, they've got a game, they've got a, um, a words game that she plays with her circle of, of girlfriends and they've got words that they love and words that they hate um, and, and really good words are things like espadrilles and... Um, uh, brouhaha uh, they're on the good list and then they've got words on the bad list like smear and chunk uh, so chunk chunk is on the bad list but yes the back to the game uh, the game is um, about creating uh, getting chunks of uh, you know le- leftover uh, cow out of my teeth and um, <laughs> 
<laughs> they just chopping down on a not a cow. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I make it how many times I can do that after, even after I've brushed. And uh, the more I got, the more successful I would be. And then I started to do this idea of creating streaks. And I would, it was like I've got two days in a row, three days in a row, a month in a row. And then when I went to the dentist last time, he's like, "Have you been flossing?" I was like, "Yeah, damn boy, I have." <laughs> Uh, and I genuinely didn't lie, and he was uh, stoked. He, he he was like, "Yeah, you can tell." So that's kind of the game I created in my mind to to keep flossing. Yeah, nice. So they're just points and streaks, and that's it. And chunk yeah. the cow. Yeah, great. Yeah, simple. <laughs> yeah. And bloody chia seeds. <laughs> those, <laughs> those suckers. <laughs> man, you, you put them in, and then and then hours later they start to swell, yeah. and you find them in there. Oh, oh, gross. See, if that was me, yeah. I'd just like handful of chia seeds before I have to floss and then maximum points. That's that's uh, <laughs> cheating. I, I totally uh. gave this. Well, look, this is something that does come up in gamification. And I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about it. But yeah, you've got to be careful, right? Of, of people gaming mm-hmm. the system. Um, mm. Obviously, you don't. You, you, uh, you're not versing anyone, right? So there's no real d- uh, need to cheat, I guess, or, d- or yeah. game the system. But um, yeah, it does happen. And we've had it happen that's... in some of the, the things yeah. we've made in the past. It's interesting. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, you're right. We'll talk about this more. And uh, but uh, you maybe just think about about um, Duolingo, uh, mm. another good game that's got great gamification in it to help you learn a language, uh, and that has a streak factor in it. So you can uh, every day that you play, you you keep your streak. However, if you break your streak, you can pay for it to be reinstated. So I think that's an interesting concept. Maybe we could tackle that at, at some point. Yeah, and it's also uh, got a real the passive aggressive owl. I don't know if you've you've yeah. dealt with the owl, but he he's like, haven't been haven't been uh, learning a language lately. Well, I'll just uh, I'll turn off notifications then. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the floss up in the back, chia seed is black, it's stuck up in a crack, make the my smile a whack, got it, that's a point, ha, never disappoint, yeah, flossing like a ball, blowing up the whole joint, yeah, everybody playing something, all playing something, everybody playing something, all playing something, hiding the alarm clock, it woke me with a big shot, hidden by my baby, she hid it in my left side, my alarm's so groovy, but I can't find that booty, that shit was I'm muty, I lost like Call of Duty Everybody playing something Oh damn Yeah, it's very interesting Hmm, okay So, uh, look, Zach, I think that, that is a that is this episode done uh, So what do our listeners need to do if they want to find out more uh, and where do they send games, all that sort of jazz. Yeah, I guess we'll put a bunch of links in the, the show notes, right? Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. so I guess if people can find me on LinkedIn, 
uh, or on Twitter, or I have a website as well. Um, so just search for Zach Fitzwalter and you know that will come up. But um, yeah, we'll put that links in there. And what about you? How, how do people find out about you, Luke? Yeah, same same deal. What's uh, we've got LinkedIn, uh, my Twitter at GamifyLuke, and uh, yeah, check me out on my website playfully.com, and it's with an I at the end, not a Y. But uh, again, chuck that in the notes. Uh, what's your what's your what's your Twitter handle, Zach? Ah, uh, it's my name, Zach Fatalta. Done. Uh huh. Easy, Good, easy. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we we also want to put uh, a survey, a questionnaire out there, right? We're going to have a, a questionnaire for people to fill out and tell us uh, about the games that they've made as well. That's right. So so we will host that. Links below, and I think that's a wrap, Zach. Yeah, I think so as well. Luke, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Problem solving with a playful attitude. Nice. The games we play. (laughs) There we go. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya. All right. Here we go. One, two, three. (laughs) Welcome to the Games We Play podcast. Uh, My name is Luke, and I am joined by my good friend, Zach. That's right. My name is Zach. (laughs) <laughs> good i didn't know where to good go with start. that it's like hello good yes i probably should have said something a little bit different should we go take three take three Ta- let's do take, take three, three.